What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteX.com. So today we're talking about something that's not killing your gains actually, and it's gonna be the bench press. Because some people out there have actually kind of beat up this exercise a little bit of late in favor of others for developing your chest. I have a, a problem with that and I'm gonna explain why. But before we do, you've been following me for a while now, you should be able to ace this little quiz that I wanna give you. Right? And it deals with something called adduction, horizontal adduction. I want you to tell me which of the following, A, B, or C, is horizontal adduction. You ready? Here's A. Something you see here with a bench press. Okay? Here's B. Something you see here more with a fly. Okay? And C. Adduction. 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 Okay. No, 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 no. Never. Still isn't, won't be adduction, ever. But Jeff, right. adduction. All right, D stay behind the camera this time. They saw you far too much last, last video. I'm still here. <laughs> Over here, please. So, guys, adduction. Let's talk about it for a second because it's gonna come in very helpful in, in, in explaining about the benefits of the bench press. Um, for those that aren't aware, adduction actually, you gotta stop focusing on what's happening from here down. It has nothing to do with what's happening beyond the elbow. Because at the elbow, I can influence what it looks like in terms of adduction because I can bend it. It's a secondary joint. When we're focusing on adduction, horizontal adduction, we're talking about the shoulder. So we only wanna focus on what's happening from here to here in our humerus. So when we think about adduction, it doesn't have to be that it has to be all the way across the body, although that's ideal. The act of horizontal adduction means that it's coming from some point behind the body towards midline, right? Bringing it towards midline. And it will help to actually underscore this if I take out a muscle marker and draw just two little landmarks for you. Number one, I'm going to draw one right about down here towards the end of my bicep, okay? And the other one I'm going to do is I'm going to just put it somewhere on the sternum. If I can bring this X closer to this X, I'm horizontally adducting. All right, that's one of the main ways that we can see that. And we know that if I were to take my arm from here and bring it all the way across my body, I've taken that X, which was way out here, all this distance, and I brought it across my body and I've got them close to each other, right? Right there. Okay, now, if I'm in a bench press, if I just come in this position here, where's the X in relation to this? Okay, from here to here. When I come out and I bench, again, this could be with a barbell or, or a dumbbell, when I come up and I bring my arm out in front, you know, to the top, you can see that I've completely closed that distance down. We are horizontally adducting here, which is why the bench press works. Horizontal adduction is the key focus of what the chest does at the shoulder joint, okay? But there's a limitation here. The limitation is, is the bench press taking you through full horizontal adduction? And the answer is no. But, I've made this point many times on this channel, but does that, does that make it a bad exercise? Does it make it an exercise that's not capable of delivering gains and benefits? Of course not. Let's, I'll, I'll throw you another example. The deadlift. Would anybody argue that the deadlift doesn't build your back? Probably not. What type of a range of motion are the muscles in your back undergoing during a deadlift? Not much. As a matter of fact, if you want to take the lats, everybody knows the lats are really uh, important for holding the tightness through a deadlift. My arms in relation to my body, when I grab the bar out in front of me, are, are very much in, in just a little bit of flexion at the shoulder, which puts a little bit of stretch on the lats, 
right? They would need to be all the way out here in order to have that dramatic of a, of a stretch. But when I come up and the bar rides up my body, it goes into a tighter position along my, along my sides, so the lats are involved in that. But the range of motion is minimal. But as I said, does it negate the benefit of that exercise for building your back? Not at all. So it's not that the bench press is incapable of delivering gains. You'd be fighting years and years of training evolution to say that the bench press doesn't deliver gains. It absolutely does. And the main benefit of it is that you can load it the most. That is the exercise that takes you through horizontal adduction with the highest capacity for load. But the range of motion is definitely something that you want to do something about. So I've addressed this before. I said what you would always try to do if hypertrophy was your goal, what you would always try to do is you try to complement the exercises. You try to accessorize that as your main lift with something else. And that would be to complement the range of motion gap. And that's why I said you bring in something like the, the crossover where I could take my arm from this position, which I'm kind of limited to in terms of adduction on the bench press and even with a dumbbell fly, and I could get further. I can go past midline because we know the shoulder joint is capable of more horizontal adduction controlled by the chest if I go beyond midline. I can get a stronger contraction. So if I could do that, I would do that. So I'm filling in the gaps with my training. The focus of my training is to fill in the gaps that exist. So here the bench press range of motion limitation is overcome by a complementary horizontal chest crossover here. And likewise, it doesn't just have to happen in terms of range of motion. It could also be strength curves that you want to try to complement. If I did a spider curl like you see me doing here, I'm placing the peak tension in the contracted range of the exercise. So does that mean that that's ineffective because you're only hitting that portion of the exercise? No, you could build your muscles with that exercise, especially if you progressively overloaded it. But we do want to, our goal in our training would be to more, be more complete if we we're aiming for hypertrophy. So I'd pick an exercise like the incline curl to hit more of the bottom of that exercise. So it's how you put your training together that matters. I will say this though, however, if you are, let's say, a power lifter and your goal is to become stronger in the bench press and competitively that is how you're being judged and engaged, would the addition of the complementary range of motion be of any benefit to you? And the answer is no, because at no point in time to succeed in the bench press, which takes you only to a point where your arm is about this, this much adducted in relation to your, to your chest, would you need to go any further than that? You're never going to be required to do any more than that. That doesn't serve a purpose for you. So I would actually argue that becoming minimalist depends upon what your goals are. Minimalist in terms of strength training, you can be more minimalized. If you're trying to gain more muscle mass and, and build more muscle, hypertrophy-based training, you're going to want to fill in those gaps when you're presented with those gaps. And that's why we want to do that. So I think, guys, the, the idea here, though, that where, where people jump to the conclusion that Bench press in and of itself isn't as effective because it doesn't get you through there. Guys, you can even make a couple tweaks on the exercise alone if you feel that's what's happening to you. You wouldn't want to bench entirely wide because what you're doing is, by being very wide, you're limiting the amount of adduction that you're getting, even more than, than, than is normal. The wider you go, the less your arm is required when your arms get to full lockout to be adducted in relation to the chest. If I were to narrow up my grip and come from here, you could see that the amount of adduction my arm goes through is going to be greater. So even if that was an argument that you were going to make and you were having second thoughts about the exercise because of that, just go with a narrower grip. But, but don't forego the exercise. It's the one you can load the greatest and it's going to give you the highest capacity for building that foundation that you then accessorize around. So guys, I hope you found this video helpful. If you're looking for our programs where we understand the concept of when we need to drop in these accessory exercises to, to 
to, not, to do exactly that, to accessorize what it is you're trying to accomplish. There's an overall goal, and we're trying to get you the right exercises to do to get you there. That's what Athlinex is all about. We put the science back in strength. You head to athlinex.com and choose a program that's best suited to your goals. In the meantime, if you found the video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know what you want me to cover. I'll do my best to do that for you. And if you haven't already, guys, please subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss a video when we do them. Jesse, you're out of this one completely.